Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 104 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Today is Tuesday, May 31st. We're recording here around 3.15, actually exactly just turned 3.15 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a funny thing to think. Um, mm-hmm. This is our two-year anniversary special. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry we missed you last week. We had some uh, conflicting plans and uh, throughout the week and everything. We couldn't have find the one other common day other than a Tuesday mm-hmm. to record. So um, thank you guys for your patience as well. I, I, I know I don't know if anybody was really sitting on their hands and knees waiting for this episode, mm-hmm. but uh, here we we are um, big episode for us. I know it's not been exactly two years since we started this project. It's a little after. Actually. It's a little after. I know we've done a couple double episodes. We've done obviously we've had a couple episodes where we've missed due mm-hmm. to you know one of us having plans or just not finding common ground and date mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I, I see you want to lead off here with um, some reflection on this. This is we're two years into notes. this progress. A little some some funny. Uh, some funny segments, moments, funny yeah. moments that we've had. I see you have one here. Dak is better than Prescott. I swear we've brought that up 14, 15 times. Um, but, I remember you know, like yesterday, we were sitting on your uh, back deck. I think we were doing like an NFC East. It was our yeah. first, it was our inaugural division preview. Mm-hmm. And you were, we were talking about Dak Prescott. We were talking about how he was going to come back healthy from, yeah. from injury. And you just said Dak yeah, is better like, than <laughs> Prescott. And we laughed about that for a little bit. But, uh, you know, and obviously we've brought it up mm-hmm. multiple times. I think we just brought it up even a few weeks ago when we, we were talking about the Cowboys mm-hmm. and how they drafted and whatnot. Yes, sir. But I have you here, here, you. We've had a lot of guest segments. Mm-hmm. I just want to name off. I'm probably going to forget some people. Mm-hmm. But we've had Kyle on. We've had John. Austin on, we've had Matt on, we've had Lucas on. Uh, Lucas with his classic Matt Patricia diss mm-hmm. segments. I kind of miss those. That's the only thing I miss about Matt Patricia being our head coach is he'd come on and we would just absolutely just rip, rip on Matt Patricia. And I'm sure any Lions fan that we brought on here that hates him probably could have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Lucas obviously brought his little different spin to it. I liked that. Um, having Cam on to talk about the Titans, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not I'm not a Titan fan. Mm-hmm. I know you're not really a big yeah. Titan fan either. I enjoy watching them play, like but I feel like we've almost adopted the Titans as our show team. Mm-hmm. You know, we obviously, you know, first and foremost, we're, we're the Lions. We, we're Lions fans till we die. Mm-hmm. But I would say if we did have to pick one show yeah. team, I think they're, they're, that's our team is the Tennessee Titans because mm-hmm. we've had Cam on. Um, you know, he talked, we had him on a few weeks ago talking about their draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had him on the, the week that they signed Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, the, you know, the downfall of that hit, yeah. um, you know, I just really hope, you know, for his sake and for any Titans fans sake, you know, they've been so close so many times, mm-hmm. you know, they made it to the SC championship game in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that heartbreaking loss to the Ravens in the 2020 wildcard round and then losing this game to the almost the eventual Super Bowl yeah. champions in 2021, the divisional round. Just hope really they can turn that around. They had a great draft. Yeah. Uh, it was really big to see them pick up Hassan Haskins. They finally have that backup running back. God forbid if Derrick Henry goes down again for a third season in a row mm-hmm. during the season. Um, they drafted Malik Willis, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. as a potential heir apparent future. to, you know, future quarterback for Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. It's a big season for him. And then uh, probably got one of the steals of the draft, I think, a trail on Burks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, having to let go of um, A.J. Brown was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But and Julio love, and love having Cam on, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can have an in-person segment with him. I think that would be awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. We've done, I think he's been on three times now. Yeah, um, and he's been in college. I hope we can get him maybe over the summer. He's home. Mm-hmm. He's been playing football with us. I really hope we can get him on eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we had on? We had on Ryan a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think we talked once during, um, you know, COVID. COVID about, I think that was our first in-person mm-hmm. actually was him. Yeah, we talked about the COVID parties. We talked about the COVID parties. We talked about, uh, I think we talked about the impact of other sports. I think that was right yeah. when the NBA was starting their bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020, we talked about potentially how the NFL was going to work during COVID. 
Um, that was pretty interesting. And then the last time we had him on was my, that had to have been one of my favorite segments. We Mm -hmm. talked about sports memorabilia. He brought in that Nick Chubb helmet. I think he brought in Ezekiel Elliott one as well. I thought that was pretty cool. And then he had the the game worn, not game worn, but it may have been game issued at least, Uh the Nick Chubb one. Yeah. Talked about jerseys. We talked about trading cards. Trading cards are another big thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been selling Yeah, for sure. I've been going to pro sports. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that. But, uh, There's those, something I want to ask you after the show about that, actually, right. you know, because I, I have some people that are involved into that. Definitely. Um, well, it's we had Ashton on once. Yeah. I think we did a comp with him of, I think it was when we were talking about the last dance. Yeah. And we had a comp of MLB player or NFL players, players that could have played on their sports. We had a lot of WWE guys. Mm-hmm. We thought we could... Yeah. A lot of them played football. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns played football, I believe. The, the Rock, Rock obviously, obviously played football. I feel like John Cena could play, man. John Cena could, yeah. LeBron could play football, I think, yeah. as well. With the big, I think he'd be a tight end, defensive tackle. He could be literally Aaron Donald if LeBron James was on the football field. Hell yeah. Um, Good tight we end. We had Logan. Yeah, we had him on. We'll a have to do. Times. We got to do that really soon. I got to hit him up lately. Really, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him in a minute. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to him about because we did risers and fallers the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think we should do a. What we, we should have his. We did the review. Yeah. Of risers and fallers, I, I think we did it before the draft, but we can definitely do it maybe in the next two weeks or so. I'll hit yeah. them up after the after the show, mm-hmm. and then um, we'll have to do the next edition of risers and fallers. Yeah. See how we did and everything. Um, Noah's been on a couple times. I think we mm-hmm. talked quarterback rankings the last time he was on. Mm-hmm. Thank him for being on. He's one of my close friends from high school. I just actually just mm-hmm. talked to him the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, who else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing a lot of other people. Kyle, we mentioned Kyle. Yeah, we did mention Kyle. First. We've done. We did fantasy football with him and Kevin. Yep. Um, well, I feel like we're missing a crap ton of other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like we I did your cousin, it. I think you mentioned. He was on Alex once. We did top five linebackers all time. That was when we were doing our all time list. We had Mason on for a couple We had Mason on for. Quarterback list, we had one. Quarterback list, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because he, he had talked a lot about um, his one of his favorite quarterbacks, Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. But again, if we forgot you, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get some slander if I did forget somebody. But thank you to all of our guests that we've had in the last we few had years. On. We had Hunter on. Yeah, yeah, yep. I don't yeah, remember what we, we talked with him. We had top 10 players overall. Overall, yep, season. yeah, yeah. I remember him like, liking Jair Alexander and then him just disappearing this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember him talking about Jair Alexander last week of football and that kind of made me think about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But as always, guys, thank you. Thank you from the bottom mm-hmm. of our hearts. If you've listened to us once, if you've listened to us four times, if you've listened to all 103 episodes, mm-hmm. we appreciate your support. You know, here's the... 104 more episodes and beyond, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. as we're getting closer, uh, we're going to start division previews, I think, again, yeah. soon in a few weeks. I can't wait for that. I'm we're really excited for this out. season. I don't know if it's just because there's a little bit more optimism as we're a little further along in the rebuild yeah. for the Lions. I don't know if I just have more optimism from this season. I'm really, I, I'm optimistic to see Aiden Hutchison play this I'm season. I'm excited about Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is going to be really fun. Uh, I don't know if, did you catch any of the press conferences they had during OTAs? Those guys are looking really looking, Campbell, I think, yeah. is really looking forward to that. Yeah. He was talking about how scared he was to lose Aaron Glenn to uh-huh. the Saints, because Aaron Glenn obviously was one of the, um, he was the coaching candidate yeah. for the New Orleans Saints, and then I think they gave it to Dennis Allen, uh-huh. uh, who was in the system already. And he said something about, he made a joke that said something about he was going to take his pants off and run around the building if Aaron Glenn left yeah. the team. So that was kind of, it was a little one of those little awkward things, but it was kind of funny, you know, and it made yeah. the media laugh a little bit. Um, I kind of stole some of your notes. I'm sorry about that. Good. Is there anything that I forgot, anything no. you want to throw in? I feel like I've done the majority of the talking for no. the first seven yeah. and a half minutes. I think we nailed it all in the head. It was just, you know, there's been a lot of great memories, a lot of great guests. Like you said, here's to more. Um, 
and and just looking at this list of things that we've been able to you know learn through we're on the other, almost the other side of COVID here from where we began mm-hmm. we're yeah. definitely way way further along than we were wow it's been mm-hmm. it's been two and a half years almost that's yeah. just insane not two and a half years but it's been two months and yeah three two years and almost borderline three months yeah i remember it's, that insane, I, I'll, I'll never forget that night mm-hmm. I'll, i don't know if i've ever told the story on the podcast mm-hmm. i didn't work that day it was when i was still working part-time mm-hmm. so i was only working like three four days a week mm-hmm. i had a stretch where i think where i was off from that tuesday until that saturday mm-hmm. leading up to you know when gobert tested positive yeah. and basically shit hit the fan for mm-hmm. lack of a better term mm-hmm. um I was sitting here, I was watching, I remember NBA Wednesday was on, I was watching, it was the Mavericks and the 76ers, I think. Mm -hmm. I know the Mavericks were the home team, because I remember seeing Mark Cuban's face vividly, like being Mm -hmm. shocked of what the news that had broke that I'm going to mention in a minute that everybody knows about, obviously. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who they were playing, but I had taken, it was like 9.30, my parents had just gone to bed. I ran and took a quick shower. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this game. Maybe I'm going to hop on Xbox and I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, obviously, this was around March Madness. Um, all the conference tournaments were saying, we're still going to play, but we're not going to have fans. I remember watching some of those games yeah. and being like, it's so weird watching a, an event without fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. And, then we got, and then we saw it for, you know, 18 oh, wow. months, basically. Yeah. Got out of the shower, opened my phone. I have my Twitter notifications on. I usually keep most of the big um, sports leagues insiders like Schefter and Woj. I usually mm-hmm. keep their Twitter notifications on, mm-hmm. especially during like trade deadlines and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and during the season. And the first tweet I saw, where I, and if, uh, this followed like seven or eight text messages that yeah. I had from friends saying, did you see what happened? Oh my God, you know. And it was the news that, you know, the NBA season had been post or had been canceled or not canceled per se, but postponed, suspended. We didn't know how bad this, we thought this was going to blow over in a month and here we're sitting here still talking about it two and a half weeks or two and a half months later or not two and a half months, sorry, two and a half years Years, later. And then, you know, you saw the news, you see Mark Cuban's reaction. He was sitting in his chair, you know, he basically had that, you know, the reaction that we all had. We were looking at our phone, we sprawled down in our seat, and we were just in utter shock and disbelief of what we just saw happen. Obviously, this was all because of the Rudy Gobert tested positive, Mm -hmm. the whole story where they were supposed to play the game, and then they delayed it, nobody knew what was going on, everybody thought there was like a bomb threat inside the building, so everybody was scared. Then they figured out, you know, the Jazz had to be quarantined basically in the arena the whole night, then you found out the next day Donovan Mitchell got it, Mm -hmm. and then it was just a domino effect, you know. NHL season was suspended Mm -hmm. that, that night, I believe. The um, MLB season the next day was pushed back. Spring training was halted. They were down in spring training camps. Um, NFL obviously wasn't affected, uh, but the big bombshell was, you know, throughout the morning you saw, okay, ACC tournament canceled. Mm -hmm. Big 12 tournament canceled. Big 10 tournament canceled. It was canceled right before I remember I was going to watch Michigan play uh, in an 8-9 matchup, and they canceled the Big 10 tournament like 20 minutes before tip-off. Weird thing about that, vividly, I'll never forget this, the Big East tournament. They played, they had their, one of their quarterfinal games, Mm -hmm. they played half of it. And then just left. And then just left. Everybody had canceled. Yeah. They played the whole first half and then just said, you know, we're going to cancel. It was so weird. Yeah. But then, you know, just the, the domino effect that that happened. And then the, obviously the big bombshell was, was when March Madness got canceled mm-hmm. that season. But and we made it through that. Yeah. You know, we talked about, you know, all the we, the whole the George Floyd situation. Mm-hmm. We I remember we've talked, we've had multiple uncomfortable conversations about race mm-hmm. in America and yeah. in sports. Especially how it's affected the How league. it's affected the leagues, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember the Bucks and the Magic, they had walked off of a playoff bubble game because mm-hmm. I think it was the day after, um, who was the guy that died in, Jacob Blake, the guy that died in Milwaukee, or Kenosha, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
And then, you know, that followed by the MLB canceled a couple games that yeah. day, and then the NHL followed suit in the NBA mm-hmm. by, you know, postponing some playoff games to give, you know, the day for people to reflect and yeah. to have these uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. And then, you know, all of the unfortunate and the mass shootings that have happened, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't mention, we weren't on last week I think we for Uvalde. We talked about We weren't on last week, but, you know, want to bring it up, you know, yeah. since obviously the elephant in the room is, you know, Uvalde, Texas, you know, what was it, 19? Is the number yeah, elementary elementary school, school kids? Yeah. Fucking twelve year old or ten year olds? Pardon me. You saw that dude killed his grandma. Before yeah, he killed his grandma. What is wrong with? Well, him? I know. He's, that and shit, I, that's I don't want to bring this into yeah. I don't want to bring a gun debate into this. Yeah. You know that's another story that we can have or discussion mm-hmm. that we can have off air. Mm-hmm. You know I have my viewpoints on mm-hmm. you know and, and whether they go one way or the other. You mm-hmm. know I have my viewpoints of what could make this country better and, yeah. and it could involve and could you know decelerate prevent, prevent decelerate this. these kind of events because you yeah. look at. It's not a mental health problem. Mm-hmm. You look at Canada. Yeah. This doesn't happen in Canada. They mm-hmm. have mental health problems. Yeah. You look at the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You look all over Europe. Mm-hmm. They have mental health problems. It's the acts Five or ten of these happen every few years yeah. in those countries. Mm-hmm. This is not happening once a week, basically, in, this, in, in other countries like it is here. And it's just a disgrace. I believe he purchased two of them. Two at 18. His 18th birthday. Who goes out on their 18th birthday, buys two assault-style weapons, mm-hmm. and... Two max. Dude, I don't care. And goes and kills. I don't care if you're in the middle goes of and kills, Chicago. You don't need. And goes and kills ten and eleven year old children. Yeah. And Terrible. I don't want to get into the whole what what the cops could have done, what mm. they didn't do, the whole them, the thought. I I don't want to get frustrated over this, but them sitting outside the school for forty five minutes mm. and parents are on their knees begging, mm-hmm. begging these mm-hmm. cops to go in, mm-hmm. and and get this guy and and clear the active shooter situation. Yeah. I think that could have saved countless lives. Yeah. Do, have they released a statement on why they waited? I, 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 honestly, I try not to read it because yeah. it just it infuriates just, me. Just... I literally watched some... I, I came home Tuesday night after football and saw what happened and literally screamed at my TV for 45 minutes, you know, and my parents are yelling at me to calm down and everything. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It's so sad, you know. It yeah. shouldn't happen... In, this should not be happening in 2022 in America. Well, it it's prevented. These, these kids didn't even get a chance. No, I can't. Exactly. I can't tell you. Ten and eleven year old kids. We could have had future teachers, presidents, yeah. athletes, NFL players. You know, freaking electrician. Not electricians, but um, engineers, yeah. doctors, astronauts, scientists, and, and you name it. Their lives were cut short by somebody. You know, I who know. We won't know the motive. Was he having a bad he, day? He he got he died. Yeah. You won't know the mo- You won't never know why this yeah. happened. Because he he had he had I don't know did the cops kill him or did he kill himself I don't my sister told me I cops think the him. cops killed him but which I mean obviously in that situation you're gonna try to do everything you can to get the man down and yeah. if he dies he dies unfortunately you know I would have gone for the leg though for sure something some that something like, could we we needed to know more mm-hmm. about this that's what because who wakes up one day and says I'm gonna go obliterate yeah. nineteen elementary elementary school kids. Yeah. And the thing is, and, and the security around here, obviously, you know, it's it's not that we're in a bad area where we're at, but I really like how the schools around here do it. You know, yeah. you have to be buzzed in, basically. It sounds like this guy literally could have just, he walked in. He yeah. was in there an hour before this happened. And just hanging out? Just ha- I don't know what he was doing. But enough of that, you know, it's obviously sad. It does. Our thoughts and prayers are, and I know that's not enough. Yeah. Everybody's saying, you know, thoughts and prayers are out to, to the victims and to the mm-hmm. families. You know, the, the par- poor parents that have to bury their child. Yeah. That is your worst fear. My, my parents have, I've heard multiple parents say that, you know, mm-hmm. just friends and family members and even my parents. Mm-hmm. That's your biggest fear as a parent is you don't yeah. want to bury your own child. 
this and these the poor 19 the families had to do the unthinkable yeah. and they had to bury their child that community america mm-hmm. i think has changed for this mm-hmm. for sure um and i don't know and, and it, I, I, it wasn't racially motivated mm-hmm. because he was the same race yeah. he was the latino race yeah. as these most of these children were i've heard rumors that some of their parents were border patrol officers and maybe that was the motive but like i said you're never going to know the motive yeah yeah you can go in you can raid well, his room you can raid his, weird, his his social media you yeah. can raid his computer you can raid whatever he owned you're not going to find the motive yeah your motive is, is dead. it was in his head your, your motive is dead and and you can't get to a no yeah. i'm sorry that's why it sucks you, you it can't does. really it's, achieve it's the horrible. peace in it i know um but you know let's move on to some more positive thoughts mm-hmm I just felt like we had to at least talk about it a little bit. Yeah. You know, I feel like we would be serving the people wrong if Mm -hmm. we didn't talk about this issue. Mm -hmm. But let's move on here. Um, We got two more segments for you guys here. We're going to do our top 10 quarterbacks right now, and then we're going to close it out with a new segment that Alex came up with. Um, It's called, you know, we do player spotlight. We we do that during the season. Mm -hmm. We're going to start something new for these next couple weeks. It's called team spotlight. Mm -hmm. We're going to pick one team a week, and whether they're good or whether they're bad, we're going to talk about them a little bit. What could, if they're bad, what could they improve? You know, if they're good, what, what, what is going to be the recipe? <coughs> pardon me. If they're like a contender, mm-hmm. what could the recipe be for, <coughs> for, pardon their, me, success. for their success? You know, if they make to, to make it to the Super Bowl this mm-hmm. season. Uh, we are both, I think we both pick teams that are on the rebuild. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of their key players, their records, some of their key, you know, pieces. pieces and then what they could do, you know, to make themselves a better franchise mm-hmm. and, and to step up to the Baltimores and to the Buffaloes and to the, the Kansas, Kansas cities cities. of the world. Yeah. But let's lead it off. I don't know if you have yours in order, if you're just going to talk yeah, about 10 top order. quarterbacks. You do. I want to let you lead off with number 10, your top 10 quarterback right now in the NFL. All right. I, I uh, wrote a little synopsis <clears throat> for each. I'm just going to read okay, that Derek Carr. Uh, with the recent addition of Devontae Adams, coupled with, you know, obviously Hunter Renfro, mm-hmm. uh, Waller, um, I think that's what bumps Carr in my number 10 spot. You're literally getting the best route runner, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in the league. And Derek Carr was top 15 quarterback, yeah. I think, without him. He gets a lot of stick for being, you know, for basically, he's not had the best NFL career, I would yeah. say. His best season, his road. best season, he got hurt two yeah. weeks before the playoffs started. Yeah. That and was the year before last. Who time. knows what could have happened if the Oakland Raiders had Derek Carr in what was that, 2016, 2017? Mm-hmm. In that playoff run. Yeah, they lost that wild card game to the Texans. Mm-hmm. I think that was even a Texans team that didn't have um, Sean Watson yet at the time. Yeah. But I it would have been, been a it would have been a what if, you know. What would have happened? I think yeah. Crabtree may have been still there. Yeah. Um, I don't remember some of his key guys. I know they had a bomb defense with uh, yeah. Cleo Mack was on that defense, mm-hmm. obviously. They had a couple other pieces there. Mm-hmm. But uh with with Renfro. Coupled with Adams, with Waller, like I said, putting him in the 10 spot for me. Uh, he's got the weapons around him now, and basically what I wrote is he's got no excuses. Mm-hmm. Like I you agree. said, he didn't I really. Agree. He might have had Crabtree at the end of his career. I can't name. But he's got Waller. Dude, he's, he's got, got everybody. Hunter Renfro. One of the Hunter Renfro is Sneaky literally Renfro. turning into the next Wes Welker. Yeah. I think right now in terms of a slot receiver, maybe even a better Dare pro comp to Wes Welker. I mean, Dare I knew I say, about this bro. guy. I figured he was. I didn't yeah. want to say it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be one of them people on old takes exposed saying that yeah. Hunter Renfro is going to be a top ten receiver one day in the league. Yeah. I can make a legitimate argument. This guy could be a top ten receiver in the league right now. Look at Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, those two are the molds for the yeah. new slot receivers in the yeah. NFL. I think you look at Cooper Cup, you look at mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro. There's going to be in guys in college, like every like Steph Curry in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You look at everybody now that shoots Change threes, changed the game. You got guys like Trey Young. You got seven footers like Joel Embiid shooting three pointers. Yeah. 
Shaq would have never done that. Alonzo Mourning would have never done that. You know, David Robinson would have never done that. Carl Malone would have never done that. Mm-hmm. Now we never can. It's almost like we can't live without a big man shooting a three-pointer in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now you even go to the NFL game. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. Changed the, changed whole, the whole landscape position. for the quarterback position. Dude, and when could, I saw Spencer Rattler in college, granted he had a terrible year. Watch out for him in South Carolina this year. Dude, first thing I thought was he's going to have Patrick a Mahomes. If, if Rattler has a good season against damn good SEC mm-hmm. defenses, I think Rattler could be a first-round quarterback still next year, honestly. I think this next year is going to help him. Mm, for sure. I, I don't think he was ready. No. When you look at Carr, though, I think the trials and tribulations of Vegas last year mm-hmm. made him a better leader. Yeah. Um, he really rallied that team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, they were going to make it in that last game no matter yeah, what, yeah. either be a tie or win, <laughs> but they still got that win. Best, one of the best games. That was games. so fun. If we had to rank our top games during our two years running this mm-hmm. podcast, that would be in there. I think that would honestly be my number two or my number one. That was a funny game. It was. And just, I don't know what was funnier, the game, or they kept panning to the, like, the three or four Steeler fans that were there. Mm-hmm. And they just, you saw the color coming out of their face, because if they tied, Pittsburgh would have been kicked yeah. out. <laughs> All right, my number 10 quarterback is a guy that you're going to have, I think, a little later in your list, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. And I really want to put Justin Herbert higher than number 10, mm-hmm. but he just hasn't, he hasn't had the playoff experience yet. Yeah. That's what's holding him back. If he could have gotten a playoff game last year and maybe won a game or two, maybe won yeah, out, maybe pulled won the Bengals. Last game. Maybe if they pulled the Bengals and went to the AFC Championship game, I think I could have had Herbert maybe at the seven or eight slot. Mm-hmm. But you look at the he's trust me, two three years from now if we do this list, I think I could have Herbert at like three or four. Mm-hmm. He's got great weapons around him. Keenan Allen, uh, did they resign Mike Williams? I believe they did. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a stout defense behind him. Obviously adding Khalil Mack. He's got good running game in. Um, Justin Jackson and in Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. He's got good young receivers in Josh Palmer. Mike Williams. Mike Williams, obviously. Um, I don't know if they picked up anybody receiver-wise in the draft. He's got a good offensive line. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is about SoFi Stadium. I don't know if maybe it's like the holes and the dome or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. Like It's like kind of, kind of a retractable roof. I don't know if that just sets up a lot of offense. But it seems like between them and the Rams, they're putting up points like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, watch out for Herbert to have a good season. I'm thinking maybe a 4,500-yard season for him. Yeah. It's going to be a very tough AFC West for them to win, but I think the Chargers can make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And definitely led by Herbert, at quarterback. Number nine, I got Lamar Jackson. The reason I have him at nine, you know, I want to put him higher, but he's missing Hollywood this year, mm-hmm. so I don't really see him. He doesn't have Watkins. No Watkins. Mark Andrews can't do everything. Yeah. Wait, I mean, Mark Andrews is great, but you're asking him. Well, you're going to gonna, you're, you're gonna have to ask Rashad Bateman in year two to make a huge leap. Or I'm sorry, year three. Yeah, year I three. believe year two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he, he came out. He was supposed to come out 2019, but then he came back for 2020, yeah. and he only played a few games that 2020 season. He was my sleeper in uh, mm-hmm. 2020. He didn't have the year I thought, although he did help me win a fantasy matchup when they played Miami. He got three catches. That's all I needed. A couple garbage time. That was that was the, that was the game that may have broke Lamar Jackson, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's Bateman's best game I think from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he still got Andrews. You mentioned. Um, what's great about Lamar Jackson? But he's getting all those running backs back too. Yeah. And you know you throw in Dobbins, you throw in mm-hmm. Gus Bus. You're good. Lamar Jackson, maybe the pass game may be a little bit down mm-hmm. because of his weapons, mm-hmm. but if you throw a little bit of wrinkle and misdirection in there, mm-hmm. nobody was falling for any of that crap last year because at some points we don't even know who Baltimore was handing the ball off mm-hmm. to. They're gonna Gus and Gus and Gus Bus and J.K. Mm-hmm. are probably one of the top duos 
one-two punches running back wise in the NFL. Especially and if you add that wrinkle and that counter in there, now with him throwing that, you know, he uses the quarterback run a lot yeah. last year still. But you throw it back in there where he's got some misdirection, and you don't know if it's going to be Dobbins taking the ball or if it's oh, going to yeah. be Lamar taking the ball. I think Lamar can run for seven, 800 yards this year. Definitely. And that's what I wrote. Lamar Jackson creates <clears throat> plays, if not in the air with his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Bateman can make the jump this mm. year. I compare. It's just going to be a lot Odell. to ask for him, though, unfortunately. Yeah, in year two, I had he had they kept Hollywood, Bateman would have had more time to develop. Mm. I, I think year three would have been his breakout year. I just I'm still very confused on why that Hollywood trade wanted to leave. Yeah, that's a great addition for. Um, Honestly, though, it's a great addition for Arizona. I mean, yeah. when I look at the Ravens, what sucks is they should have replaced them. Mm-hmm. They should have done something in the offseason. They should have had a plan. Yeah, but they picked up a receiver in the Trading draft, Hollywood, they? though, honestly, Hollywood was mid to me. He dropped a couple key passes, I think in a Lions game. I think in a couple other games. They picked up Slade Bolden. They picked up Tylen Wallace so in the got, draft. They're, they're basically, you know, they're building for the future. They've yeah. got Bateman. they got two guys this year. I wish they would have got more of a big-name guy, but I think Bateman, literally, I compared him to Odell. I think that he has a ceiling like Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Because the, the routes he's able to run in the second level, the 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 cuts, the swerves, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, yeah. they're so smooth and fluid, y- y- you don't know what's happening until mm-hmm. all, all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. caught the ball. Yeah, I agree. At number nine, I have, a kind of, I don't know, this may be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I have Kyler Murray at number nine. 2021 stats, 14 games, almost 70% completion percentage, mm-hmm. uh, almost 4,000 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He had 523 or 423 yards, five touchdowns. His problem, though, he fumbled the ball 13 times. Mm-hmm. And I know he didn't have the greatest offensive line, uh-huh. but you add some of the weapons that he added. Yeah. Hopefully you get a healthy Hollywood. DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to add in Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. He's got that Oak. I don't, I don't think they didn't play together. No, they did. They did play together at Oklahoma. I'm so sorry. They, they played connection. a year together at Oklahoma, so they got that connection. It's going to be like that 2 and waddle connection. Yep. Um, okay, so you had him. You have you have Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. Andy Isabella, Rondale Moore in his second year. I really like Rondale's Moore game. I really wanted the Lions to draft him yeah. in twenty twenty one. And this guy was on MVP pace mm-hmm. before that ankle injury against the Packers. And yeah. that Packers game, that was just well, like the end of their season, pretty much. Yeah. You know, you look at it. They they went downhill quick after that game, and then getting absolutely embarrassed in the wild card game against the Rams. I honestly think the Car- I thought the Cardinals had a shot to win that game, mm-hmm. and then they went into SoFi and just got absolutely the doors blown off of them. Mm-hmm. But if Kyler Murray stays healthy, it's third season, he's got a couple other weapons in there, you know, adding in a full season of Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. and then adding in, obviously, Hollywood Brown, a former college teammate of his. Yep. Kyler Murray, I'm not going to say MVP, he can lead the Cardinals back to the playoffs, and maybe they can just get over the hump and get that playoff win. And if they get one playoff win, you know, mm-hmm. playoff football, if a team gets hot at the right time, they could be hoisting that Lombardi Trophy. Mm-hmm. We didn't think the Ravens ben were going to win. We didn't think the Ravens were going to win it with Joe Flacco that year. Yeah. I sure as heck didn't think Joe Burrow was going to make the Super Bowl last year. But look, you know, a team gets hot at the right time, mm-hmm. you could be playing for a Lombardi Trophy in February. All you got to do is just I'd make the bracket. I'd say my advice for them: start off slow. Apparently, starting eight eight no. I guess eight no is just not good enough for you. The Bengals had a little bit of struggle at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. The Rams kind of did too. They yeah. had a, they had a bump in the middle of the season, especially when Robert Woods down. went down. Yeah, which is going to be a huge, also another huge addition for the Titans this year. Yeah, I think. we forgot to mention that. We forgot to mention that when we were talking about the Titans. Uh, do you have anything else to say? No, I'm here, good. Uh, Go ahead and pick your number eight. Number eight's Russell Wilson. I wanted to put him higher. I just don't know how he's going to play coming back. It's it's going to be up in the air. <sighs> 
Uh, new team looks like. But all the weapons yeah. that he is gonna have. They're great. Judy, what I'll say. Hamler, Sutton, Fant, Melvin Gordon in the backfield. It's gonna um, be good. They who do they they had a well, back they, they don't have Fant. They don't so have. Who do they oh, have now? They that's right. Fant went to Seattle. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I think the they receiver situation's up in the air because what's going on with Judy? Is he getting charged? Oh, that's with right. Anything? I don't. I haven't heard much about that. I think there was multiple receivers. It's that are being charged. So mm-hmm. that's why I wrote with Russell Wilson, his receivers. Oh yeah, Albert O. Albert Ogwambungum. Yeah, Missouri. Shout out Cam. Albert O. That's what everybody calls him because nobody can say the man's last name. It just looks like his his weapon situation. It's still gonna be good, but it's not gonna be like we initially thought. With him losing fan, obviously in the trade. But what's happening with Judy? What's happening tight end wise? Um, running back wise, Melvin Gordon did have a pretty good year. I think he he carried them when Javante Williams. Yeah, that was the guy I couldn't think of. Good. He had a pretty good rookie season, I thought. I think uh, what's going to be tough though. He stepped up big when defense. Gordon went down at the end of the season. They're missing Miller. Miller's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Bradley, we everybody thought Bradley Chubb was going to be Mod Von, mm-hmm. Mod Villar. Add that to the list, Mod Villar. Let's go, Mod Villar. Anyway, we thought Bradley Chubb was going to be the next Von Miller. But obviously that didn't happen. They have some good guys, Justin Simmons in the back end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really didn't add too much in the pass rush department, I think. Yeah. But the thing is, is you're in that altitude. Well, Russell can put up 40 or 45 a game. Russell Your defense just has to get a couple stops. Yeah. You know, it's like the Lions like defense. You know, it's like the Lions defense when yeah. we had Calvin and we had Stafford, <laughs> and our defense was dog crap. Dude, you just got to outscore the other team. You don't have to have. You don't have to go 15. We even have Ashawn Robinson. Ashawn Robinson. I think Ziggy was playing then. DeAndre um, in the back of his career. Um, Dalmas maybe at the yeah. back end of his career. At uh, number eight. Don speaking Gale. of when I said Mon Villar, <laughs> Dak is better than Prescott. Is at number eight for Dak me. Dak is better than. Prescott. Full season for him after that scary injury that I honestly surprised he came back from. Almost seventy yeah. percent completion percentage, forty five hundred yards, thirty seven tutties, ten picks, had one hundred forty five yards rushing and a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. He fumbled fourteen times, dude. So that's another big issue for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like to get a feel of Dak Prescott, you really got to watch his tape from game one and then maybe watch it from like week 10. Yeah. He, he had a very good game in week one in that opener against yeah. Tampa. They were a couple plays away on defense from winning that game, mm-hmm. and who knows what the, where their season could have gone from there mm-hmm. if they would have won that game. He put up a lot of big point numbers at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, his dazzling footwork and ability, he can throw, you know, back. He's back in peak form, you know, when he's throwing yeah. under pressure, obviously. You know, that first couple games, everybody cringed every time he would get hit because that was, he obviously. He had that shoulder issue, too, yeah. in training camp. We, Hard Knocks was yeah. with Dallas last year, mm-hmm. and he didn't get much work at all. McCarthy said way before the shoulder injury, he's not playing preseason ball. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even get to barely work out with the team mm-hmm. during the uh, during training camp and everything. And that really scared a lot of people away, but he still had a good season. He lost to Murray Cooper, though. They were talking about it on SportsCenter the other day. C.D. Lamb's going to have to step up, dude. Mm-hmm. I know he's one of your favorite receivers in the league. Buddy is, Buddy is going to have to step up mm-hmm. this year. He doesn't have Mari Cooper there anymore. Who knows what you're going to get out of Zeke. I feel yeah, like I'd almost have more confidence getting a decent season out of Pollard than I would out of Zeke yeah, right now. I agree. He struggled the last couple seasons. Uh, Schultz has really stepped up, I think, in yeah. the receiving game. Mm-hmm. Um, if um, They got Gallup. They, they got, got Gallup if... Um, who, who played number one? Who was number one on their team last year? Ooh, he stepped yeah. up a lot. He, uh, he Cedric really, Wilson. Yeah. He stepped really up. Watch him as a deep threat, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you watch, you know, the offensive line 
They've had a good. Their offensive line couldn't stay healthy last year. Mm. They have a all-star offensive line. You they look have, at their defense. They lost Jalen Smith. Unfortunately, they released him last yeah. year. Uh, Van Der Esch is still there. Parsons had a hell of a season. Uh, they've had some guys step up in that corner room. You got Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, the NFL interception leader last year. He was on point. Up. He was on pace for like 14 interceptions yeah. at one point last season. Mm-hmm. But definitely Prescott, I think, is my number eight quarterback right now. Dak is better than Prescott, and Mod is Biller. Mod Viller. I should get a jersey, a Buffalo Bills jersey, and have him put Viller. Viller instead of Miller on it. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, looking at, uh, what is this, my number, number seven? seven. Uh, it pains me to put him this far down the list, but I'm going Stafford here. Um, I got him at number seven, too, so you want to say some stuff, and yeah, then I'll, I'll follow right up. right into it. Here, I'll just read what I have. Stafford season is going to depend production wise, I think, on Odell's decision mm-hmm. to stay. Yeah, it's um, it's almost tomorrow's June first, and we still yeah. have no idea where Odell's playing in twenty twenty two. Honestly, they don't need him now. Yeah, they lost Woods, yeah. so it'd be nice to fill him into that Robert Woods slot. Mm-hmm. But they got Allen Robinson. The thing with, with <laughs> to add to a stacked offense yeah. already. I mean, this is unfair. We're playing like we're literally playing Madden Ultimate Team. This is real life Madden Ultimate Team on offense. I mean, you have Cooper Cup who had a great Super Bowl. Cooper even Cup, he broke the. Did he break the receiving record? He no, he was close. He was like 18 short. yards short of Odell, breaking Jerry's record. Watch him to maybe break it this year. I think I think it seriously does. I think a lot of defense. I don't know. I don't want to say this. I'm I'm almost predicting a little bit of a step, step back for him next year. For this the Rams? Year. Like, I agree. No, not for the Rams, but oh. for Cooper Cup in general. Yeah, the Rams are. I think you know, the Rams. They had the the, the the bar's going to be here, and they'll probably hit like here. So that yeah. obviously is going to be if they lose another if they lose one or two more games than they did last year, that's going to yeah. be a disappointment for them. But you know, I think defenses are going to have some time figure out Cooper Cup. Yeah. And that may That's he why still can put up I think a solid 13 1400 yards mm-hmm. this year, but I don't think he's going to be putting up the production that he had last year. I think production-wise Stafford's season depends on him. You're going to get a full season of Cam Akers. Mhm. defense, Odell, yeah, you lost um Miller, but yeah. they're still top 5. They got Ramsey, they got uh Donald. Odell just he adds big plays to that offense and he spreads the field. And when then you got Odell And then you got to think about it. How much of Odell are you going to get? Are you yeah. gonna get ten games, or are you gonna get a whole season out of them? Yeah. You see, you saw how came well, Akers. You saw came Akers big come back from a torn Achilles in six yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Odell can come back from an ACL in six months or seven he months. He's got an extra month. The thing is, he's been ACL injured the last two, two three years. Two out of his last three years, he's torn his ACL. So when you look at that, also they're missing Woods. My, I like Allen Robinson's addition there. I, you know, uh, Allen I Robinson's always want to see favorites. them here in Detroit. Local kid, Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Had a chance to go either Michigan or Michigan State. Decided to go to Penn State. Yep. Really. I think that really influenced K.J. Hamler's decision to go to Penn State, too. They, had, they both went to the same high school. They may have been, maybe where Allen was a senior and K.J. Yeah. was a freshman. Mm-hmm. But I think that really influenced. Thinking about that now, I think that may have influenced his. Because he wanted to go to Michigan State, I remember. Yeah. But then Sean Clifford, obviously the current quarterback at Penn State, talked him into uh, going to Penn going State. Whitworth is leaving a big hole in the all line. Um, and an offensive line, honestly, outside of Whitworth, pick. wasn't that good. It wasn't. Stafford had his moments where it looked like he was back there with the well, Lions. He was about again. to get his back broken. Yeah, I mean, you um, looked at He was hobbling around in that NFC Championship game. Yeah. I thought he was hurt there for a little while. But then, obviously, the one of one toughness of Matthew the Stafford. Nobody toughest can beat quarterback it. I've ever exactly. seen. Exactly. Cooper Cup is going to dominate, like you said, maybe a little bit of a drop. I just hope these receivers can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I just listed their top three guys as Odell, Cooper Cup, and Allen Robinson, all of which have had injury issues. And again, you're doing all this, and you're not going to have Robert Woods. Yeah. Robert Woods was really setting the pace good with Cup, yeah. Cup before he got They had a great duo going. Yeah. Um, 
But like I said, it's <clears> going to be nice to see Allen Robinson with Matthew Stafford, considering the fact I always want to see that in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like seeing that now. Almost 5,000 yards for him last season, 41 touchdowns. The interception number was a little high. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're going to expect Stafford to throw a few interceptions, I think. Mm-hmm. He only fumbled five times, though, so he wasn't. I understand that Prescott and Kyler are more of the mobile type, yeah. and Press and um, Stafford's more of the pocket quarterback. He can scramble. But he can scramble, yeah. Thing, though, two three game streaks with multiple turnovers last year. Mm-hmm. He had eight turnovers in the last three weeks of the season, like of the regular season. Games. That Titans game. I think he had back-to-back pick sixes in that game. Everybody really thought that was going to be Stafford's time to shine. They were, I think, they were like six and one at the time. They got blown out against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you basically hit everything I was going to say. You know, the, I accepted. Just watch a step back for them, the Rams this year. Mm-hmm. Can they still win the division? Heck, yes, yeah. they can still win the division. Can they still make a run to the Super Bowl? Make it back to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can still do it. They're just not going to be as dominant. Mm-hmm. They may still have to hit a few more hills and valleys than they hit last year. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly going to be because of the O-line, missing mm-hmm. Whitworth. Obviously, Whit- honestly, Whitworth was really only one of their big pieces in that yeah. offensive line. And that defense. Yeah, I know you're only missing Von Miller. but Big piece. And I know you only had Von Miller for half the season last year. You said year. Von Miller? I yeah. think you meant Mod Miller. Mod Miller? And then yeah, Jalen Ramsey's one of those guys where he can only really impact. He's not a very good tackler. You saw him get burnt on that last play of the Super Bowl. He got Eli Apple on that play. Mm-hmm. So if you throw away from him, he's going to be one-dimensional. Or, I'm sorry, half a dimensional. Yeah. On top of he's already one-dimensional. Yeah, he is You know, one in 1A when it comes to corners ability and, mm-hmm. and pass breakups and reading the ball and everything mm-hmm. and getting in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trash talker. Mm-hmm. But if you throw away from him or you're on the ball. He's yeah. not going to be very... He's not going to be involved mm-hmm. at all. Especially if you catch him on his own play. Yeah. He doesn't have to follow your number one receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at, you know, a wide open field, in my opinion. I don't really see them having much mm-hmm. else in the defensive yeah. back unit there besides Ramsey. All right, who do you got at number six? Uh, it always pains me to put him on my list, but I'm going, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I think, I think he drops out of the top five. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Just based on the receivers he's got to work with um, for this upcoming season. I think he's got to be pissed about what happened with Devontae. Obviously, it sounds like he didn't know. So, I mean, either that's going to fuel him or it's going to hinder his play. Mm-hmm. Still one of the greatest to ever do it. Sucks to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Just not top five for me this year. No, I agree. All right, my number six. May have him a little lower than most people do. Mm-hmm. Some people may not even have him in their top ten because it may have been just a one-fluke season. Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. 16 games, 70% completion percentage, 4,600 passing yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks, mm-hmm. had two rushing touchdowns, fumbled the ball five times. His arm strength, it matters, and it's one of the biggest arm strengths in yeah, the NFL seen. right now. Mm-hmm. He was throwing absolute missiles in the playoffs this year, and especially in that Week 17 game against Kansas City. What did he have? I feel like he had like 480 yards in that mm-hmm. game. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't have any stats in front of me, mm-hmm. but coming off a torn ACL – and taking your team that was two years ago had the number one pick, almost to go worst worst to first in two years. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the guys he's got around him. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Oh, my God, man. Jamar Chase surprised me last year. Mm-hmm. I thought Jamar Chase was going to have a good season. I didn't think Jamar Chase was good. We could literally talk, we talk Jamar receiver. Chase, top ten receiver yeah. going into year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mixon in the backfield. P. Ryan had a couple good carries if they needed him. Chris Evans coming out of the backfield on third down pass plays. Being a good pass pro, uh, pass protect. Mm-hmm. Um, Uzama left, unfortunately, so they have that hole in the tight end spot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a rebuilt offensive line. Um, they brought over, um, they bring over, no, Tooney's on uh, Kansas City. They brought yeah. over a few guys. 
I think one of the guys actually from Dallas went over there. I think Lyle mm-hmm. Collins is there now. Uh, Trey Hendrickson mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's not going to get smoked. You know, no, we're not smoking no Eli Apple pack this year. Not today. Um, but, you know, they have a rebuilt defense. Uh, a couple free agency pickups coming in because they think this thing's ready to go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, to watch Joe Burrow last year, he had a good, I would say an average first half-ish of the year. Mm-hmm. But watching this guy play after Thanksgiving, it was like watching Joe Burrow back at LSU. Mm-hmm. And he was just carving up NFL defenses like they were Georgia or like they were Vanderbilt or Ole Miss, you know. Mm-hmm. Watching that 2019 season again where he threw for 60 touchdowns at LSU and they won a national championship. But, um, yeah, number six. It, it feels a little high, but it may not be at the same time. Mm-hmm. So number six is Joe Burrow for me. I have him higher than you. I uh, I'll talk about him in a little bit. So we're getting into the top I'm five here. Top five here. My top five begins with Justin Herbert. I know you mentioned that you know maybe next year he'll make that spot. For I just you. don't think he's ready yet. I, I think these last two years have uh, have been his introduction, and it's been a great introduction. Obviously, great rookie season. I think he had an underrated year last year. Not the same impact as the mm-hmm. year before. Still, still though, uh, an improvement record-wise, I believe, yeah, since sure. his rookie yeah. year. Um, they made great defensive additions. That's what I think is really going to help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to have to worry about losing those close games if he can put a little more faith. I don't know what defense. it is about Charger quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. They're always down Playing two or three. They're always down two or three with a minute to go, and they mm-hmm. have the ball in their hands. Philip Rivers, my God, did that probably thirty times in his career. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like the Lions when Stafford was in his prime here. You know, and it's we were down we four with a minute to go, and he had two timeouts, and he had ninety yards to go, and nine and times out of ten he did. I mean, especially I think it was that twenty sixteen season. What he had eight fourth quarter comebacks. Oh I remember that vividly. Half our half our schedule. My heart. I remember I almost had like six heart attacks that season. <laughs> well, you look at him. Great defensive additions. I mentioned. Nothing major really changing on offense. Um, look for Herbo to be in the top five for sure this year. I think Jared Cook may have left. I think I think that may be the only thing, but uh, I think they were adding. They have a younger guy, not that guy who got hurt. Not Donald Parham, the guy that yeah. had the like passed out. Yeah, that was there. scary. Yeah, well, Donald Parham, I think it was one of Maybe he'll come back and be a. Maybe he'll come back and just be the best tight end. Just knocked and gave him super. Go from Ebron, maybe pulling Eric Ebron. Maybe. Go from dropping touchdowns to leading Just the league in touchdowns. Not dropping any. Anybody can get me odds on Donald Parham to lead the, the league in touchdowns. Have I'll you be seen one the Herbert? Though uh, this offseason, he dude's built. Like, dude's looking like Russell was a couple years ago. Dude, got, but he got in the weight room a little bit. Dude, that's why I think he's gonna be. Dangerous. Ten got in the weight room a little bit. Okay, I, okay. I think he. I think he's been grinding. Like I said, I think these last two. Seasons, he knows. They put a fire he in. knows that. He's a good quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if he hears the noise of people hyping him up and mm-hmm. saying that he can be a, a future Patrick Mahomes type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope it doesn't get to his head, mm-hmm. but I hope he listens to a little bit of it and gets a little bit of confidence maybe yeah. to get in that weight room, you know, make himself better as a mm-hmm. quarterback. He's a top five guy for me this year. I have Rodgers at number five, mm-hmm. and I understand he's missing Devontae Adams. I get it. I understand he hasn't had the best receivers to work with in He's his career. Scantling too. I understand that. But in 16 games, 69% completion percentage, 4,000 4, yards, 37 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Threw 3 interceptions in that first game against New Orleans and Jacksonville. Yeah, that's crazy. He had 1 interception the rest of the season. That's crazy. This man turned the ball over 7 times in a season. And 35% of those turnovers were in one game. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, 
You know, we all laugh at them for that choke job they had in the playoffs against the 49ers this year. Always. We could laugh at Cowboys fans for the way they choked that game against the 49ers because they had their chances in that game too. Mm -hmm. But at least the Packers were leading at one point in this game. I think the Niners had control most of the game. Mm -hmm. I never in my wildest dreams could imagine Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers. But there was a small part of me this year when all the saga was going down that I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to go to Denver. Mm -hmm. I really did. I thought, or not Denver, but somewhere else. Mm. I, I thought there was a better chance of him retiring than going back to Green Bay. Uh-huh. But they backed up the Brinks truck for him. Mm. And Aaron Rodgers is one, if he's not already one rich man, he is one very rich man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then to, to basically, Devontae Adams walked out two and a half weeks later on him mm-hmm. to go to Vegas mm-hmm. to basically to hook up with his former college quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers would have known this was going to happen, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would have came back, honestly. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've had, he's had his feuds. He's had his feuds with the GMs in his past. Uh, him and McCarthy, towards the end, didn't get along. I didn't think him and LaFleur were going to get along as well. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they um, they kind of have. Maybe maybe Rodgers got a little bored. Maybe he wanted to make the Packers organization really shuffle in their feet a little bit. You yeah. know, you know, maybe shaking their boots, as some people They almost say. messed up again in this draft. But, you know, you lost all this scaling to Kansas City. You mentioned I mentioned Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Randall Cobb and Watkins, basically, as your number and your one and two. And uh, Christian Watson, yep. he's a really good receiver. Yeah, could they have gotten Burks? Could they have gotten David Bell? Mm-hmm. Traded up and gotten Jameson Williams or, or, or Chris Olave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably could have been better off. But they're still the Green Bay Packers. They're still Aaron Rodgers. This man's mm-hmm. still going to find a way to beat us twice this season. Yep. Um, he dazzles, you know, that classic third down and four where you think he's going to throw the ball and he just scampers for a 15-yard run. Mm-hmm. Um, could this be his last season in Green Bay? I don't know. I honestly don't know. He's got a two-year contract, but I think he has an opt-out clause after the season. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. All right, who do you have at number four? I wanted to put him higher, honestly. Just couldn't over the other guys. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna list off four guys: Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Jamison Crowder's there now, Dawson Knox. He's got the arm talent, and they have the high-powered offense to back it up. Um, Running back-wise, they got one in the draft, I believe. Singletary's mm-hmm. disappointed me um, mm-hmm. from what I thought he could be. Zach Moss last year was not the best pick. Um, thought it was going to help, but no. We'll see what happens with the running back they uh, drafted this year. But their defense is looking scary good. They've got the punt god. So if they come Mariza. down, hey, if it comes down, remember to my a, bet. If it comes down to an AFC championship. Mariza goes to the Super Bowl and has what is it, a six to seventy yard punt? I have to get his tattoo and yes, my sir. back. And great. Yes, sir. Let's hope he doesn't. I'm kind of regretting that already. I hope that people forget about that. But we'll forget. Well, memory erases. Get us that uh, Men in Black memory eraser. <laughs> They've got the punt god. They've got Josh Allen though. I think he could finally reach the Super Bowl this year with the decisions they've made in the off season, and. I think maybe if he doesn't have one of those middle-of-the-week trap game bad games, I think he could be an MVP candidate mm-hmm. going agree. into the season. Number four. This may surprise a lot of people, but he's getting up there in age. We thought he was going to retire this year. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He shocked the world and came... Well, not really shocked the world, but he kind of shocked a few people and came back. Yep. I got Tom Brady at number four right now. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just because of his age, I would think. Yeah. You know, I know people say that age is just a number. He's going into his 22nd season and, and blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. Still, this guy went 43 touchdowns last year, 5,316 yards. MVP, he had two rushing touchdowns last yeah. year. Brady, I, I mean, they were probably one-yard quarterback sneaks. I called one of them in one of and them. And that was in the New England game, I believe, yeah. wasn't it? When his reunion game? Mm-hmm. But, you know, he 
edged I, in this rankings. I think he re, he really edged Aaron Rodgers just the way that he finished the season. I think. Yep. Unfortunately, Rodgers won MVP again, but you know, I think Brady he was better in the touch. His his overrated stat they say a lot is touchdown to the interception mm-hmm. ratio. I think that maybe maybe would have cost him his MVP. Rodgers threw four. Brady tripled it. But he's got Mike Evans. He's got Godwin. He probably doesn't... I, I don't know if he has Gronk. Does he have Gronk? Does anybody know what's going on with Gronk? Is Gronk, like, partying somewhere in Ibiza? I mean, is he in Ibiza? Is he in Vegas? Uh, where Where is Rob Gronkowski? Does anybody have any... I see him on a Subway commercial every once in a while, but, um, you know, they have that stacked defense. Sue, Vea, mm-hmm. um, Pierre Paul, Antoine Winfield, Murphy Bunting, yep. uh, Carlton Davis. Mm-hmm. He's got a good offensive line. They're going to win the NFC South pretty well easily again. Uh-huh. And it's just going to be what Brady shows up in the playoffs. Are you going to get the Brady that made a couple mistakes in that eight, in that divisional game and still almost came back and won that game? Uh-huh. Or are you going to get the Brady that you had multiple times in the playoffs with the Patriots who just takes over and maybe he rides off into the sunset with a Super Bowl title? His ninth Super Bowl. I think Brady can win the Super Bowl. This would be his ninth, right? Or this would be yeah, his tenth? Would... No, this would be his ninth. Ninth. Yeah, he had eight I, I, I wanted them to get ten. I think that would have been so Rings dope. on two, both hands. It would have been like Thanos, bro. Oh my bro. God, that would have been awesome. I got Tom Brady at number three. Coming back for what will probably be his final season. Um, I think it will be a good one. Everyone can make the argument, oh, what if he sucks? Is it going to be a stain on his legacy? No. Mm-hmm. No one remembers Emmett Smith in a Cardinals jersey. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You remember, like, I think Brady has cemented his spot. Like Walter Pay or Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. Yeah. Right? Who remembers that? I mean, unless... You, Jerry Rice didn't really play. Had, Jerry Rice um, played for, like, the Raiders. Seahawks or the Raiders, didn't he? Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. I thought, you know, Brady truly deserved MVP last season. Mm-hmm. I made the case before the season started. I had him... I, I was saying that multiple times in the in the breakdown reviews, in the, when we broke down who we thought would be MVP, when we broke down quarterback <laughs> list. And when it came down to the honors... They they absolutely you know robbed yeah. him I think, yep. like you mentioned I think it's the touchdown interception ratio, I think this is going to be a good farewell season though for Brady, um, he's going to be down a couple wideouts I think um, if Godwin's still on the recovery Mike Godwin Evans, tore his ACL in November so I think he'll be good to go. Uh, it gives him a couple extra months. He he had ankle issues throughout the end of the season. I think he'll be good to go. Some R and R, maybe a, maybe he had a quick procedure. I don't know. So hopefully he'll be all right to go. Obviously Antonio Brown had his thing, and now he's he's, he's done. Yeah, he's, he's uh, Antonio. That honestly, that whole dust up. That we may be looking back at that, and that may have cost him a championship. I mean, no, I think. Can so. you imagine if Antonio Brown? You had a, game, you had Antonio dude. Brown in the playoffs. Yeah. You look what he did in the, in the 2020 playoffs, mm-hmm. where he caught those two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. And 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 everything that he had in the playoffs before that. I think I could have made a difference, a difference. I think. Yeah. I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion here. I got Lamar Jackson at number three. I still think he's I still think he's Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take away Hollywood from him. You take away Sammy Watkins for him. Mm-hmm. You're gonna add the run game back in though. That's huge, strength, yeah. huge for his game. Mm-hmm. We've seen. You know, big trust, Mark Ingram, former Raven running back, say, you know, he was pretty good for a running back and everything. Mm-hmm. He, he's He's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. He's just got to be – he's, he's definitely – his, his his completion percentage has gotten better each mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And he's he's going to be number th- – he's still my number three quarterback. Obviously, the defense is going to be what it's going to be. They're in a little bit easier of a division now. Roethlisberger's no longer there. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to go on to Steelers. The Browns, I mean, who Watson, Baker – is Watson going to get suspended? Well, where's Baker going to go? Is Baker going to be Deshaun Watson's backup this season? I mean, 
Um, obviously, you know, they're going to have two tough games with the Bengals, obviously, you know, with, with mm-hmm. Burrow in that explosive offense. But yep. still, I, I think Lamar Jackson's still the third-best quarterback in this league. And that means my top three is going to be the future of this league, and that's Lamar Jackson, Josh, Josh Allen, and Mahomes. I'm going a different direction here at number two with Joe Burrow. He's pretty high up on my list, maybe compared to others. The reasons, he's got the weapons. It seemed like everything was clicking. You're, you're coming off. All right, you can make the case defenses are going to figure them out. Mm-hmm. The problem with the Bengals is there's too many pieces to figure out. Mm-hmm. They really only lost Uzama to the Jets, and I'll talk about the Jets in a little bit. Um, when you look at receiver-wise, Boyd, Higgins, Jamar Chase. One of those guys. Just to have one of those guys open. To have all three of them. Dude, <laughs> if I had one of those guys on my team, he'd be a number one. Mm-hmm. Take Higgins, the year before he was their number one. Boyd, he's a little up there in age now. Boyd, the Boyd could be a number two. He's I like, don't think Boyd's a number one. Hey, put Boyd on Higgins, the Lions. Higgins and Chase, one. though? Higgins and Chase, you can throw in any franchise ones. and number ones. They're beasts. I think we're going to get a 2.0 this season. It was all clicking. Defensively, they added a couple pieces. It was just the offensive line. I think I mean, they were too young for that 10 game. Ten sacks uh-huh. against Tennessee in the divisional round Crazy. and still won? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, Tannehill made a very, very judged mistake yeah. at, at Tannehill the end of the game, you know, to throw that third interception and basically to set McPherson. My God, one of the best kickers. One of the best kickers in the league right now, man. I think that, a legend all, all time. Mm-hmm. Top ten kicker for I really me. wanted to see him make a game-winning field goal in the Super Bowl because then yeah. he said he was going to gritty, and I thought that would have been pretty cool. It would have been pretty sauce. But like I said, I think we're getting 2.0 of what we saw at the end of the year. Uh, carried straight into the beginning. I can see year. it. I can see Burrow being a legitimate MVP candidate mm-hmm. for next year. Number two, got Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Another MVP. You mentioned his weapons. Yeah. Diggs. Crowder. Gabriel Davis. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis had four touchdowns yeah. in that divisional round. A lot of people forget he had four touchdowns in that game. Mm-hmm. He went absolutely nuclear in that yeah. game. He People hadn't heard of Gabe Davis probably until this season, and he was being compared to a list with Jerry frickin' Rice. Yeah. I mean, this guy came out of Central Florida. I think um, it may have been when, no, it wasn't when Bortles was there. It was when they were, you know, the undefeated national champions, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, when Mackenzie Milton was there and mm-hmm. everything. But, um... Run game obviously needs some work. They picked up a running back in the draft. Yeah. Um, Moss and Singletary. I just I don't think Moss is there. They, I, I think they drafted. I think that. they drafted Moss in the second round, and yeah. I just he hasn't lived up to that second round hype. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Adding Von Miller into the defense. Um, I've mentioned it multiple times last season. They have a top three secondary with mm-hmm. guys like Jordan Poyer, with guys like Micah Hyde. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Tre'Davious Tre'Davious White. Tre'Davious White. Exactly. Um, they're easily going to win the AFC East this year. Yep. Um, they're going to be competing, I think, with Cincy and with Kansas City for that home field spot. Mm-hmm. And I think whoever gets that home field, yeah, since he went into Kansas City in the AFC Championship game and shocked a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Mahomes wasn't on the point in that game. Mm-hmm. But I think whoever can win home field in this AFC between those three teams, whoever's the higher seed between those three teams, I think can make the Super Bowl this year. If, if the Bills get a home playoff game. If the Bills get a one seed and you have to go up there in January, freeze, your, freeze your ass off. Mm-hmm. And deal with that crowd who hasn't had a legitimate playoff experience in 25 years. Yeah, they had a couple. They had the two home playoff games in 2020, but they were limited crowds. Yeah. Um, did they play a home playoff game last year? I don't believe so. Who they? No, they played. Um, they played KC obviously on the road. No, they had a, the Patriots wild card game, uh-huh. and but, they won. But imagine having a divisional round or an AFC championship yeah. game in Buffalo. This is going nuts. Like if all, who the Chiefs play in the divisional round? The Ravens? No. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs play in the divisional. They play in the division round. 
I feel like it was a close game, and it was one of those situations where if... Well, no, no, 2020. Let's go back to 2020. If the Browns finished off the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Bills... Probably would have been the Super Bowl. Could have been hosting a home playoff game. An AFC championship game. The Chiefs game. beat the Steelers in the wild card. Yeah, and then they beat, obviously, the Bengals in the AFC championship game. Yeah, and they beat the Bills no, in, the in the Bills, yeah. Divisional. Yeah, so we're trying to think who the Bills played in the division round. They played the Chiefs. Chiefs. No. Because they didn't make yeah, it yeah, the yeah. championship. Yeah, I just totally confused myself. Let's get back to the list. You did your number two. I got I got my number one. Did you, you just want to go ahead and do your one? Patrick Mahomes. Mine's one, too. It's the same as Allen. I did my one, so let's just talk about Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's gonna have the same level of production. No, well, just... he's missing Tyreek. Yeah, you can fit. You get Juju and you get Valdez Scantling. You add those two together, they still ain't even close to what Tyreek Hill can do. Four guys. You're gonna uh, Sky Moore. Yeah. Watch out for Sky Moore this year. Sky we, we Moore, very very dark horse candidate for Rookie of the Year. Not a lot of people are gonna be saying that, but when he has like a thousand yards in Week Twelve, you'll thank me. <laughs> I still think Mahomes is the best uh, talent in the league at quarterback. I'm hyping up Sky more than I'm hyping up Kenneth Walker. Dude, Kenneth Walker got put in a bad situation. Yeah, unfortunately. The line in Seattle's not that good. And he's got Carson in front of him. Yeah, Carson fumbles a lot. He's got Carson and Penny in front of him. I think he can beat Penny, but Carson, if Carson gets... As long as Carson fumbles, we'll be okay. (laughs) uh, It's going to take some time adjusting to the new look wide receiver core for Mahomes. But Mahomes makes plays. Um, The problem is, can they catch those plays? I'll always remember... The diving, sideways throw in that Super Bowl. Where Tyreek Hill, like, almost caught that. Dude, had he caught that... One of the greatest playing in NFL history if he had caught that. It would have been, easily. And uh, if he can get some guys who can catch the football, Mahomes makes the plays. He dances around there, sometimes to his own fault, like in the Bengals game. You mean where he spun around 25 yards and then they almost lost the game in regulation and then made three dumb throws in overtime that uh, cost him a potential Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's... He's still going to be good for 4,000 yards plus. Mm-hmm. He's still going to throw 40-plus touchdowns. I'm really interested to see the season that Travis Kelsey's going to have. He doesn't have Tyreek there no more. He's almost not going to say he's going to be a one-man band, per se, but you know Kelsey's going to be getting 100, 125 targets this year, at least. And with 125 targets, I think, Tyre- I think Kelsey could hit 1,500 yards. I think Kelsey could score 12 to 14 touchdowns this year. It, the, the key is going to be the O-line. Well, obviously, I mean, maybe Mahomes doesn't need an O-line because he's just so crazy scrambling-wise. But it's going to be those role guys that I've mentioned. It's going to be Sky Moore. It's going to be Hardman. And it's going to be the two guys they had picked up in um, free agency in Valles Scantling and in Juju Smith-Schuster. If one or two of those guys can step up and have maybe half or three-quarters of the season that Tyreek Hill had in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. they'll be all good. But if Juju and guys like that, if they all struggle and Travis Kelsey's carrying the team... Yeah, they still are going to win the division, I think. Because mm-hmm. I think, honestly, this division is going to take 12 games to win, I think. And I think with their schedule, they can win 12. Mm-hmm. But um, come playoff time, those guys are going to have to be clicking or else it could be an early exit, and it could be a very shock early exit, I think, for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's going to happen, but if Kelsey's carrying the team into the playoffs like that, there's no way they get past divisional round, I don't think. It's going to be too much strain on them. And if, they, if, and the if Kelsey has down, to carry this team into the playoffs, they won't be hosting a home player. They won't be. Uh, they won't be number one seed. Mm-mm. They they may host the wild card round, but they won't be hosting mm-hmm. throughout. So that is our top ten quarterback list right now. Yes, sir. Let's move on to our final segment, brand new shiny segment called Team Spotlight. Yes, sir. Where I mentioned at the beginning, one team a week, whether they're good, whether they're meh, whether they're contender, we'll list some key players, 
um, some maybe their record and what they can do to make themselves better if they're not a contender yet or what they can do to keep up with the contenders if they are. Let you lead off. New York Jets, go. The New York Football Jets. Um, first things first, Zach Wilson, year two, big expectations. Ugh. I mean, he's in New York. Zach do Wilson, I think he can live up I'm, to not, I'm not on the Zach Wilson train. I'm sorry. I'm not on the train either. Um, all I am miles away from that train. He's got a lot, a lot to do if he wants to be, you know, anywhere near a great quarterback yeah, in this yeah. league. He's, he's got to show massive improvement this year. Last year... Last year, he kind of had a free pass. I didn't expect anything from the Jets. So just having a quarterback who can scramble and play was, was, was suffice for that year. But this year, he's got to come in and make good throws, mm-hmm. good decisions. You know, he's got to make it matter when it you know counts. Mm-hmm. When, when the game's on the line, can he make that touchdown throw mm-hmm. in a tight window? Mm-hmm. He airs the ball out pretty well. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Yeah. Deep throws are not always accurate. But the distance-wise... <laughs> Never accurate. For real. Distance. I don't know, though. He tore up the... Uh, he tore up the, the Bengals. I understand that was, like week, that was like week six, week seven. Yeah. No, that was later in the year. Distance-wise, throws the ball well. Um, wide receiver-wise, this is what I really want to talk about for the Jets. I really like... I want to interrupt you real quick. Mm-hmm. I really like that draft pick of Brees Hall. Yeah. That was great. And like, then you add him in there with... you see the photo of all the rookies? You add them in there with miserable. Michael. I would be miserable, too, if I was going to the New York <laughs> Jets. If you told, if my agent called me and said the New York Jets want to draft me, I'd hang up and say no. <laughs> I'd probably be the, one of the first players in NFL history to decline going to... I'd pull up basically an Eli Manning. Trevor Lawrence tried to do that, I guess. It came out. Really? He, he did. didn't want to go to the, the Jags? Jets called him four times. Are you kidding me? No way. Yeah, sure. That's out crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't Eli. He was going to get drafted by the Chargers, yeah, right? And then he wanted to go to the Giants. With Rivers. Yeah. The uh, Reese Hall is a great pickup. Um, they couple him. But you with, get Michael Carter. Michael Carter. From that was he was the other Javante Javante Williams and Michael mm-hmm. Carter were both the running backs at uh, North Carolina in twenty twenty. I, I think Michael Carter's underrated. Man, I would have loved to see Frank Gore still playing, but I think he's a free agent. I think it's time to be. I uh, yeah. Did he play last year? Uh, he's. I think he started on that roster, and I, I don't think know if he played. Fizzled last out. Year. I don't think he was in the game. He was like yeah. second all. Isn't he like second or third all time in rushing yards yeah, behind so, Emmett? I think he's second behind Emmett now, isn't he? He's crazy up there. Man, I miss um, I miss Frank Gore, man. That is my dad's favorite running back when we played we i played fantasy football with him a couple years and Dude he always tank. drafted frank gore wide receivers wise though Corey davis quietly quietly had a good year when i rewatched some of these jets highlights i didn't think but Corey just davis the, the ceiling game. into where he's at right now yeah. this man was the number seven overall pick by the mm-hmm. titans western mm-hmm. michigan he was mm-hmm. uh, on that team when they went to the cotton bowl a couple years ago mm-hmm. and everybody thought oh Corey davis Corey davis and then yeah. kind of fizzled out with the titans but it sounds like he may have a resurgence with the jets out of all teams who who would think we always joke that that's where careers go to die, and maybe Corey maybe Davis may be the expect the expectation or the uh, exception. exception. You look at Elijah Moore as well. He Young. was getting praise from Odell pre-draft mm-hmm. last year. Footwork they drafted great. Uh, Garrett Wilson, didn't they? Or no, yeah, yep. one of the two Ohio State guys was Garrett Wilson. A lot of them went to the Saints, right? This was a good pickup, I think. Um, I'm going to talk about the fourth option at wide receiver. Yes, the fourth option. I named three guys who I think are really Braxton good options. Berrios. Uh I would say him. He was going to be my fifth Braxton option. Braxton I'd say Denzel Mims is on the up. Mims. Baylor. I, I said... I like Mims a tw- lot. 2020, I said he was on my sleepers list. He disappointed me. 2021, I said the guy's cheeks when we reviewed the team. I watched some highlights from last year. Dude's got the size. Speed's a little lackluster, but I think he can make a big jump. It's year three. Mm-hmm. They need a tall receiver. 
Denzel Mims. And if he wants to get that option, you know, fifth year option is not too far away. Yes, sir. He's entering year three. This is his make or break, I think. Um, then you mentioned Braxton Berrios. Compares to Cole Hunt Beasley. Return God. Dude, compares to Hunter Renfro. One of the shiftiest white boys in the league. Danny Amendola type. This dude is quick. Love watching Braxton Berrios. They were back running like a backfield, kicks. dude. Mm-hmm. Reverses. Yep. Jamal Agnew kind of, right? Yes, sir. Give, give you a little Lions Jamal Agnew uh, flashbacks. He's basically the wide receiver version of Agnew. Uh-huh. Agnew ran wide receiver plays for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Berrios, though, yeah. Very underrated. I like the last name Berrios too. It's like a it's like a cereal. Captain Crunch Berries, you know, Berrios. Went to Miami. It's a pretty good player at the University of Miami. I didn't know he Got a little bit Miami. of that Latin flavor to him with Berrios, I think. Yes, sir. Uh, defensively, they had Sauce and Jermaine Johnson in the first round of uh, the draft. Sauce, man, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. I have more upside for Jermaine Johnson, honestly, more than Sauce. And Jermaine Johnson was like the 12th, 13th pick, and yeah. Sauce was, what, the 4th, 5th? I'm worried about Sauce being a... Honestly, I was surprised Stingley went over Sauce still. I honestly thought Sauce was going to go to the Texans. Maybe mm-hmm. um, Stingley would have went to the Jets. I think Stingley would have been a... I think the Jets would have been a better fit for Stingley. I thought Seahawks, bro. I thought he was going to fall down. Yeah. Um, also, I found out this. I was watching a, a YouTuber play... Uh, Matt, Richard's movie. And uh, I, there's two Q. Dot Williams on the uh, Jets front Quinnen. side. Quinnen. Quinnen was drafted. Quinnen was drafted a couple Quinnen years ago out of Bama. I think it's uh, yeah, Quincy, Qu- and Quincy then Williams. Quinnen's a uh, D end, yeah. So we got a linebacker and a, a and a lineman. But I so expectations, do you think? Expectations are not that good. What I will say is they get a good Let's quarterback. Put it, do they, are they higher up in the rebuild than the Lions? No. No. Okay. No. Are they close? They're close, but they're but not. Like, the issue is their quarterback. I would, dare I say this? I would almost dump let Zach me, Wilson. I I would take Jared Goff over Zach Wilson. Oh, I would too, hundred percent. That is something I. If I were, if I were the Jets, in two years from now, he's still playing as bad as he is him. right now. Zach Jared Wilson, Goff. I would dump. I I would not pick up Zach Wilson's fifth year option. I understand he's only got one year under his belt, and he's still got three years to prove himself. Yeah. But if he keeps his pace up, dump him. You could. I wouldn't surprise me if he had a bad season this year. They have another high pick. You they look trade. at the guys. You look at the guys that are coming up next year. Yeah. Stroud, Bryce Young. You're going to get Rattler, Rattler this year. Who knows how high Rattler's going to go. Slovis, I think, should be coming out of the draft out of USC this year. The guy from Clemson? Uh, I don't think we... I don't know if we young like... It's going to be totally depend on... He can Between him and Lawrence. I mean, Lawrence was up here, and he's, like, here. I mean, yeah. that was a huge drop-off. Everybody thought Uyangalale was going to be the next freaking Trevor Lawrence. But yeah. then at the same time, I think everybody was hyped because... Lawrence lived up to Watson's legacy because yeah. it was when went Watson and then Lawrence. Yeah. Everybody thought you know Uyangale was going to have that Trevor Lawrence kind of yeah. experience, but he didn't. Um, you know, Clemson's dynasty's probably over, honestly. And Truly. Unfortunately, I don't want to see Dabo go to Alabama, but mm-hmm. I think once Saban exits his way out, Dabo yeah. could be the because Dabo played there. Yeah. I think Dabo could be the next. Alabama coach, honestly. And that, honestly, that would just mean more Alabama dominance. It would, no, it would be more NFL players for Alabama because Dabo, when they were in yeah. their prime, man, Dabo was turning out NFL players like it was nothing. Hopkins, Williams, Watson, Lawrence. Uh, that's not even going on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Booth just came out. Uh, Cleland, Cleland Farrell came out. Mm-hmm. Um, some other guys who are so. Mike Williams came out. Renfro came, came out of Clemson. Yep. Um, not too much on the offensive line. Um, was it ETN? I almost mm-hmm. forgot the running back. CJ Spiller, I think, went to Clemson as well. Mm-hmm. Dabo definitely had an NFL factor. It's obviously not as, you know, not, I would say more, pro- I say the names at Clemson are more prominent than the Alabama names, mm-hmm. but you turn out more at Alabama than yeah. you do. 
It's like they want they, get drafted they want consistency versus product. Yeah. Clemson wants product versus consistency. Mm-hmm. My team's the Carolina Panthers. They had a rough season last year. They started off, though, pretty good, I thought, though. They were one of those September surprises like the Denver Broncos. We all thought that Sam Darnold was going to... Maybe Sam Darnold had turned his career around. Maybe getting off the shiny, bright stage in New York finally fixed Sam Darnold. Uh Boy, were we wrong. He had four good games, Mm -hmm. and he shit himself, basically. He got mono again or something. What what he did. He got hurt. Cam Newton came back for a second go around. He made some he made some decent plays for for the team. He led him to a couple wins down the stretch. Darnold came back, played like crap again. But you look at some of the key names that they have on this roster. Robbie Anderson, former yes, Jet. Robbie Anderson has really shined since he left the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Brown, former first round pick from Auburn. They have Brian Burns, who was a I believe a defensive rookie of the year at one point. Uh, coming out of Florida State, obviously they draft Iki Iquanu. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big help for Sam Darnold protecting um, on the offensive side of the ball. They got J.C. Horn. They draft. They got Shaq team. Thompson. They still have Yerder Gross Matos. He yep. was one of my sleepers. I remember in 2020. Uh, C.J. Henderson, former um, Jacksonville Jaguar, the classic meme. C.J., you mean we're going to Jacksonville? <laughs> um, they obviously they picked up Johnny Hacker as a punter. Yes, sir. That's um, good Zane Gonzalez is the is the kicker. Uh, they have Chuba Hubbard. They obviously have one of the most dynamic running backs in the league, and one Mister Christian McCaffrey. Yes, sir. Hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he stays healthy this year. Hopefully he has a good season because honestly, they I kind of let him rest up last year. I thought that they were going to trade him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I really did. And if they take another step back, potentially, watch out. Christian McCaffrey could be playing for a contender next year, maybe. Yeah. Um, Terrence Marshall, he was one of those LSU receivers yeah. on that stud 2019 team. DJ Moore mm-hmm. had a very good season last year, stepping up a little bit. Uh, they drafted Charleston Rambo uh, out of Miami. Was He was one of um, Kyler's favorite targets at Oklahoma before mm-hmm. transferring. And then uh, Ian Thomas is their tight end. He's not too big of a name, though. Uh, they drafted Tommy Tremble, uh, I believe, last year from Notre Dame. And uh, some draft pick. They drafted Matt Corral. Or Matt Corral? Yeah. Really? I, I totally forgot they drafted Matt Corral. So he's going to be an option there. Yeah. Former Michigan State Spartan. I did not know Mike Panashuk was on the... Uh, he's the unrestricted free agent. I didn't know that. A.J. Boye. Oh, nice. Um, and then obviously, he's as Cam mentioned, Cam Newton. But the, the, the big part, though, is going to be improving this defense. Mm-hmm. So those names I mentioned, they were high draft picks. Mm-hmm. They weren't too great, you know, picking it up. Gretter Matos was a um, second rounder. Mm-hmm. Brian, Derek Brown was like a top 10 pick. C.J. Henderson, although not drafted by the Panthers, was like a top 15 pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Burns was a first round pick. They just haven't produced. There's a reason why C.J. Henderson's not in Jacksonville anymore. It's because he wasn't producing. Mm-hmm. The receiving game's good. Obviously, I mentioned Anderson more, mm-hmm. adding in... Um, some other big names, um, Chuba Hubbard and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Corral maybe fighting it out there with um, Darnold for the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. They really don't have too much going in the tight end position. Obviously, gone are the days of Greg Olson. Yeah. Um, but watch out for this team. You know they're in a they're in a little bit of an easier division. Yeah. It's basically a one horse race. The it, it's it's the Bucks mm-hmm. is basically the only Who's team in that the division. Saints the Saints happen. they're gonna have Taysom and they have a new coach. Uh, God knows what's gonna happen with uh, post Matt Ryan. Life in a, in Atlanta. They'll be in the hunt. Marcus Mariota is their quarterback. God help Atlanta Falcons so you, fans. You think they finish two or? Three? I think honestly the Panthers, if McCaffrey stays healthy, 
if he gets his 250, 300 touches, whatever, he gets a season. If he can get 1,000 rushing, 1,000 receiving yards, mm-hmm. you get Anderson throw in 800. You get more to maybe hit 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Darnold, 3,500 passing yards, maybe 4,000 if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. This team can go around 500. I could say seven or eight wins. Mm-hmm. But if McCaffrey goes down again... Three wins again. This could be a scary. This could be a scary four or five win season, and if McCaffrey can't produce, he may be on his way out. Unfortunately, unfortunate for Panthers fans. Think, uh, I'd feel I'd feel better if McCaffrey wasn't there, mm-hmm. just so he can get. He's got the exposure. Mm-hmm. He just needs to be on a good team. It was like watching Barkley go to the Giants. Yeah. That hurts, man. Barkley was one of the best college running backs I had seen in him, but since Christian McCaffrey when he was at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And you look at Barkley, and, and it's just between the injuries and the lack of production when he is healthy because he's on the freaking New York Giants and he has no offensive line. That's the problem with McCaffrey. See, thank God McCaffrey can catch the ball out of the backfield because yeah. if he was a primary runner, he would be up there in Barkley in terms of maybe being in that bust category. Do you have? Uh, do you think Corral plays at all? Not nope. this year? Nope. If Darnold goes down? Honestly, if Darnold goes down, they may sign Cam again. I don't know. Well, I don't know. You say he said some things about women. I know, women. I know. <laughs> but oh my you God, seem, you see, pe- people forget, you know, Deshaun Watson had 20-something yeah. sexual assault Michael claims. Michael Vick was in jail. He had 20-something sexual assault claims, and he could be playing for the Cleveland Browns this year without a suspension. Yeah, he sat out two years, but that wasn't a suspension. Anything else? That's it. All right, that's going to wrap it up, guys, for episode number 104. Of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Thank you guys as always for listening. Don't forget rate, review, and subscribe. We are found on all podcast platforms. Uh, next week, 105, we will definitely do this team spotlight thing again, and then with a potential another segment. We haven't really talked too much about it. So thank you guys as always. Maybe we'll get Logan on for um, for risers and fallers for sure. But uh, thank you guys as always for listening, and have a great week.